You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. I'm your host, Nasima McElroy of Financially Intentional. Let's spark some flames, y'all. How the heck does someone acquire a million dollars in debt? That's typically the first question most people ask me when they hear about my debt. My canned answer is that, you know, I have two master's degrees and I had a house in the Bay Area. The truth is, is how I got into debt and dug myself out isn't like what's really important to me. It's not that I'm arrogant. I'm trying to downplay what I did. But doing that, paying off that enormous amount of debt opened up a whole new world for me. And just mastering my money in itself opened up a whole new world for me. It is a life that I didn't even know was possible because I wanted to do better for my daughter and I took the steps to make it happen. Through and because of this journey, I've been able to do so many things. I've been able to flee an abusive marriage. I've been able to walk away from a disastrous work environment. And I've been able to build a life where I can work as little as six days a month. I currently focus my days on my family and empowering people to seek more from life with financial freedom being the vehicle to get there. So there's so much power in being able to free yourself from financial strain. So when I started this journey, I was a single mom and my daughter was turning one. I just wanted to be able to keep my head above water. I was broke and I had nothing to show for the money I was making. I didn't even have $100 in the bank, y'all. So I found myself in a position of having to borrow money to make ends meet. That was my breaking point. Like, I hate asking for help. I made too much money to be that freaking broke. Enough was enough. So fueled with the desire to do better, I asked myself, what could I do to see some immediate results? So I had a house in Inglewood. This is my first apartment or condo that I brought when I was in grad school. And so I've had it for several years. So buying this condo was my first exposure to real estate, but it wasn't the best investment. Like the building was old, the pool was condemned, the homeowners association was always going through transition and turmoil. So I sunk more money into this property over the 10 years that that I've owned it than I ever could have recouped. So I decided to sell that property. In selling that property, it released me from the financial burden and the associated stress. So with the proceeds from that sale, I planned to like pay off debt, build savings, and invest. The problem was I knew nothing about investing. And I figured since I had was finally out of school, I finally had time to learn. I was really, really intimidated about investing because along with this real estate earlier in my 20s, I brought some other real estate, which caused me to go into foreclosure. I had two foreclosures, two short sales, and ultimately I had to file um, bankruptcy. And so investing to me had a lot of fear associated with it. And so this time I knew I wanted to invest my money wiser, but I knew I had to learn first. And so I did the only thing I knew to do because I listened to a million podcasts was that I searched for the top financial podcast. And this was my first exposure to Dave Ramsey. So I started to listen to Dave Ramsey. And at first I was just like, oh, 
I'm not really feeling this guy. Like there was a disconnect, like his accent, his conservative values didn't necessarily align with mine. And I just didn't feel like he understood where I was coming from having, quote unquote, to take on so much debt to get into school because that was all I knew how to do. But then I really started listening and the debt payoff stories and just hearing people triumph over debt and people that were making far, far less than me really inspired me. And it taught me that if they can do it, I could. And so I got inspired to go on this journey myself. There were debt-free screams that brought me to tears more often than not. So Family after family shared how they overcame financial struggles and paid off massive debt. I was most in fact. So on average, they were able to pay off all their debt in two years or less. So like I said, if they could do it, so could I. I decided to start implementing the baby sets for myself. In that process, I got married. When I got married, we immediately combined income Despite us being on the same page financially, though, our marriage was tumultuous. He became physically and emotionally abusive within the first few weeks of our marriage. And later, he was in prison for that. So he was released after a couple months, only to turn around and go back into jail for having violated another woman in the halfway house where he was staying. Though this may seem silly to you guys, I remain committed to my marriage because who wants to get married just to get a divorce? Until I had a coworker ask me, like, how much does he have to do to you for you to leave? So I felt like a failure and I was ashamed of putting myself in this relationship. So it took months of counseling before I was able to actually bring myself to file for divorce. So I can 100% say that if I hadn't taken the steps to ground myself financially, the decision would have been way harder. I knew this divorce was going to cost me. And in the middle of paying off this massive amount of debt, I incurred another $10,000 in debt just for the divorce settlement and also $30,000 in IRS debt because of the way I had to file my taxes while going through the divorce. (laughs) But believe me, that $40,000 was well worth it. Although it could have debilitated most people, I was empowered to knock out the debt even more because it afforded me the freedom from abuse and let me walk away from a relationship before it had detrimental effects on my daughter because at that time she was two. Right now, she doesn't even remember that I was in that relationship. Though this may seem like a deviation from my debt payoff story, I feel like this is super important to share because any progress you make in life isn't linear, okay? Challenges will arise, and these challenges may be debilitating, but they won't hold you down forever. If you power through, later on, they will be little blips on the radar and serve as a testimony for someone who might be looking for hope because they may be in a similar situation. Okay, but I know you really just want to know how I eliminated so much debt so fast. So... Selling my Inglewood property gave me the boost to knock out a few debts, but I really attribute my success to two other tools, the debt snowball and zero-based budgeting. 
The debt snowball is a method where you pay off your debts in order from the smallest amount due to the largest. You focus on throwing every dollar you can dig up at your smallest debt and only pay the minimums on the rest. Once the smallest debt is paid off, then you have freed up that minimum payment. That's extra money to contribute to the next debt on your list. The money that you have to use towards your debt accumulates or snowballs. You are now able to make bigger payments as you knock out debt after debt. A zero-based budget gives every dollar an assignment. For it to work, though, it has to be realistic. So every month, it needs to look different. You should adjust for holidays, life events, sports for your kids, one-off expenses. It's also ideal to have it done at least 10 days in advance of the month. So by the 20th of every month, you should have your budget done. So I used to think budgeting was just tracking income and expenses. I knew what was coming in and out of my accounts every month, but I didn't have a plan for my money. It wasn't until I started keeping a zero-based budget that I realized that I actually wasn't budgeting. I was just tracking. Without having to make any lifestyle adjustments and using the zero-based budget, I was able to find $4,000 a month or more to throw at my debt. Using a combination of zero-based budgeting and the debt snowball, I saw my debts exponentially decrease. If I found $5 in my jacket pocket, in the couch, $20 on an unused bank account, I was making payments towards my debt. I remember one month, I made so many payments on my student loans that I exceeded the online payment limit. The lady, when I called, I was like, how come I can't make a payment? She was like, ma'am, you have exceeded the amount of times you can make payments this month. Thank you, (laughs) ma'am. So by September 2017, or 29 months into my debt freedom journey, I had eliminated $394,000 in debt with $50,000 left to pay off. That's when I decided to sell my primary residence. That was about 40 minutes away from my family. I wanted to move back to Oakland and be closer to the rest of my family. So my mortgage debt on that home totaled more than half a million dollars. And by selling that home, I was 100% debt free. So this is about when I discovered the fire movement right after I paid off this debt. So it was exactly what I was looking for. I needed a new goal. I'd calculated at that if I had remained working at my two jobs, I could quote unquote retire in three and a half years. So my new goal became maximizing my investments so that I can do that. Then the perfect storm hit. One of my jobs became a toxic and unsafe place to work. I was experiencing emotional stress that was manifesting into physical symptoms. After several attempts to get help, my employer rejected my attempts to take some time off and seek mental health counseling. So At that same time, my partner was offered a position to work out of state. So I had a choice. I could either keep pursuing the fire track or take a leap that would substantially decrease my income. I chose me. I chose my family. That is, I chose to let go of the debilitating strain that the work was causing me. And by moving to a state with a lower cost of living, I only had to work six days a month. So I also chose you. 
So by not having to work as much, I reach more people. Sharing my story and empowering others on the path to financial freedom. You see, it's a whole new world, a world where it's not all about the hustle and grind and just making money because that's what we're told is success. Although I'm still on my path towards financial freedom, my choices are truly about living every day in my purpose and serving as many people as I can. This is what paying off all that debt did for me. This is what I hope it can do for others. People may be searching for debt payoff solutions, but ultimately, even if they don't know it, what they are looking for is the freedom that being in control of their finances can bring. All right, y'all. Check out my next episodes. You've been listening to Nurses on Fire. If you want to learn more about me or my guests, check out our show notes page. If you found value, please support our show by supporting our sponsors and affiliate also listed in the show notes. If you like what you're hearing, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or whatever podcast app you're using to stream this show. You guys, tell all the nurses in your life to subscribe. (laughs) And if you know a nurse with a compelling money story and would like me to feature them, shoot me an email at nasima at financiallyintentional.com. All right, y'all. Much love and keep them fires blazing. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye.